Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Liv and I have dedicated this podcast to creating space for Black women to flow freely in life, love, and identity. Y'all know the vibes, which is why we're super excited to bring you all this series dedicated to flow. In this series, we will take a deeper dive into the nuances of living a life in flow. Asking questions like, what does it mean to be in flow? How do we cultivate flow within ourselves? And what are the tools that can help us do that? During this, we will unpack all of that with the hopes that we find alignment and deeper purpose. Y'all know that when we can achieve flow by centering ourselves and our well-being, then we can truly accomplish anything. And we hope that we build a community that wants to find their flow. We hope y'all enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that you are all doing well, as always, and enjoying the holiday season wherever you are. 
We are so happy that you guys are joining us for yet another episode. And for those listening, y'all know we like to start off our episodes with a quick, cute little pulse check. So Lexi, I'm going to pass it to you. How are you feeling? Mind, body, and soul. I've been in a silly, goofy mood. (laughs) We love it. We love it. We love it. Y'all, I have been pulling pranks on Olivia from a distance. And I'll say that this might be my new hobby because I'm into it. She just gets a hoot out of it, y'all. I do. She literally, I such a hoot. <laughs> she literally is just like trolling the heck out of me. Y'all have y'all have that friend whenever you, y'all go long distance, they start just trolling you and you're just like, ah, uh, wait till I get back. But that's my way of staying connected because Olivia knows that if she texts me like, hey, how's your week going? I'm just not going to respond. But yeah. if she plays along with my games, then she knows that that's our form of staying in touch. So yeah, I've gotten her with a couple of prank calls. I'd be trolling her on her social media. So please, all of join, the things, please join in the festivities of this, you know, joyful holiday season. <laughs> I just, I just feel like Aquarius is simply just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Y'all are like, I'm going to troll whoever I want to. And <laughs> whenever they get upset, I'm just going to laugh because society isn't real (laughs) we're always it's like simultaneously super meta but then also very practical that's where I find myself but the holidays they're going they're going too quickly it's so sad but I have my whole holiday shopping list and I've still yet to execute on it because I just need I just need to do it so Listen, I don't know who's getting presents this year. Like, no one's really asked me what I want. I haven't really asked anybody. I feel like we're all just kind of laying low. And then maybe when Christmas pops up, we'll be like, hey. What? Not even for your birthday? Because your birthday is also coming up too. Yeah, I've just been like laying low. I don't know. I feel like it's an interesting age where you're like kind of, I'm not sure. Can you be too old to receive gifts and stuff no no never never I feel like at a certain age you're the person that gets gifts for other people and you stop expecting to receive them no no Uh, whatever universe that is I don't live there I'm not a resident there okay well anyways I hope that everyone's (laughs) been enjoying the holiday season are you gonna make a gingerbread house um probably probably my okay. my mother is actually coming to visit with my aunt Ooh. um so that'll be like a nice little pre-holiday so we'll probably do some more holiday festive things we're like gonna go to the christmas parade and all this stuff so that should be fun but it kind of changed a little bit of like my holiday because then i'll be going home to texas right after that so it'll just be like a little bit different piece but probably you know what they say about girls from texas right all right, Olivia, you've been <laughs> home in Atlanta and, you know, a couple episodes ago, you were kind of prepping for all of the emotions that go with that. And you've kind of done some major things since you've been there. So you want to update us on how being back in ATL has been? Being back at home is like having a million things happen at once, at least this time that I've been back because off rip, I went ahead and got my IUD taken out, which was a decision that I was thinking about for maybe like, maybe like 
most of this year I was thinking about, hmm, I'm not really sure if birth control is causing negative effects on my mood. Um, I also got really bad UTIs and I couldn't tell if it was linked to um, my IUD. And so I kept going to urologists, gynecologists to figure it out. And they told me that nothing was wrong. No doctor had any answers for it. And so I just eventually decided, Hey, like, why don't I just go the holistic route, see how my body's feeling afterwards. And so far it hasn't been a crazy transition or anything like that. I feel pretty stabilized. Uh, but at the same time, I definitely have gone through moods where I'm just like, I don't want to be around anybody. So mm. I would love maybe, to hear other so people. Maybe it's just actually your personality. Maybe I'm just a little <laughs> moody Capricorn. <laughs> did it, yeah. okay, but the question I think everybody's going to ask is, did it hurt as bad getting taken out as it does getting put in? It didn't hurt getting put in um, for me. So it didn't hurt getting it taken out. It was a little uncomfortable both times, um, but I know that I've heard some really horror stories about people getting it put in. I'm not sure if that has to do with pain level, gynecologist insertion, but for me, it was pretty um, painless, but I'm going to be tracking how I'm feeling. So that's like one of my major life updates that's happened since being back home. I've also been feeling extremely feral and and in heat. please we need a celibate woman support group because your girl is struggling but (laughs) in other news what's new it's interesting though because we brought up a topic that maybe one day we'll touch back with um but this idea that you almost have this residual body reliving time frame and it's not just that like you're not feral because it's cuffing season like it's because you're partially and don't let me put words in your mouth but it's like where your life was a year ago was in such a vastly different place that you are now like truly like the growth has been on 1010 so this like residual of where you were and what you were doing quite and who you were doing last year is like so counter to what you're doing now. So it's hard not to tap back into that same energy. Fair? I'm a changed woman. I'm like Michelle Obama this year. <laughs> she, okay. Talk about she has popped out with some fits. She's rebranding. We would have never seen in the presidency, but she's looking fly. We're going to manifest Michelle coming on the podcast. I'm so here for that. Actually, on that note, we just going to get into the episode because that is really, that's the place I want to end it on because yes, yeah, let's yes, do yes, it. yes, a million times yes. Um, okay, so we're continuing our flow series, which I'm really excited about. seems like others have really enjoyed it too in regards to us unpacking how and what flow is, how we cultivate it into our life. And the last episode, we really got the basics of what it is. And I love meditating on just the idea of flow. Like I said, there's this preconception that things just come easy to life. And I think sometimes when we think about flow, we just think about like going with the flow, but still the idea that there's some struggle or resistance, a part of that is super fascinating to me because I told y'all I'm reading Rest is Resistant by um, Trisha who over who created the nap ministry and even the idea of like these things that are vital to us like will not come easy like we have to fight for them is so empowering to me 
and it starts to cultivate some warm fuzzies. And I think that's really what we wanted to focus this episode on was how do we know and how do we feel flow? Because we can talk about it all day long and it can stay, as I like to say, very cerebral. So very much like intellectualizing it. But what we want to get to places of like, how do we know we've had it? Or how do we know we're experiencing it in our life? Because it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to really be in it. And some people might think, oh, I've never experienced flow, but maybe us unpacking how it feels to be in that flow state might spark for some people that they have experienced that before or might spark their interest to say, how do I actually start doing that so that I can experience that in my life too? Yeah, absolutely. I innately feel like we are all such spiritual beings and we get signs from the universe to pursue certain things um, to allow us to be more aligned with who we want to be and also more in flow with the version of ourselves that we see ourselves to be. And I have talked about this on the podcast before. Sometimes when you're receiving a bunch of signs to do something and pursue something as a creative you can become in this very like manic state of being like ah I need to like put all my eggs in one basket quit my job fly to Mexico live there and pursue my lifelong dream of doing this but when you move in haste and when you move Mm -hmm. with a scarcity mindset of feeling like ah I'm, I need to do this right now because the moment's going to leave me or mm. I'm not going to be able to achieve the thing that I want to do because I have to get it done now. Like that's an example of not moving in flow. So I find that like that nervous energy or that anxious energy when it's attached to my feeling of wanting to do something, that's an example of me not moving in flow where when I'm in flow, I feel more calm, more trusting of the universe, more patient with myself, more understanding, more gentle with the process that I'm making, even if it doesn't look exactly how I wanted it to look. Ooh, I love that. I really resonate with what you just said, especially marking the difference of those two scenarios and how we might trap ourselves or convince ourselves that we've are doing that, but we might actually be forcing something else. And that flow is not that forcing, it's the alignment of those things. And I think that's something that we could probably all chew on and reflect and maybe think about scenarios where we forced it and it didn't reap the, the, you know, byproduct or deliverable that we thought it was going to because of that tension versus the alignment that's necessary. And it's interesting for me because a lot of people talk about when they're in that flow state, kind of having this out-of-body experience where you are so focused on a task and you are leveraging all of your insights, particularly for that, like really channeling Mm -hmm. that everything else kind of goes out the window, like your sense of time, you know, any other inhibitions like aches and pains and you kind of take yourself to this new level. And I freaking love that. Like we already talked about meditation and journaling and reflection. And that idea to me, feels like a superpower Mm. because if you can find that alignment, all of these other constructs that feel like barriers to us sometimes 
Like you can supersede that. And y'all know I'm a little bit competitive. I'm a little bit of like, love those pushing life to its beautiful barriers. And like that to me feels like doing it within yourself of Mm. finding that brink, but it's so purposeful and aligned. Yeah. I love that. For me, I have, I've come to the like realization that a lot of us right now, like we have this idea that we could be really great at a specific project, passion, Mm -hmm. career path. um, And we deny the state of being in flow because we're afraid of succeeding in that particular passion. Speak on it. Speak on it. It's really frustrating. I think for me too, because when we get comfortable, we, we just like get comfortable and we're like, ah, what's in front of me is good. Like I have a good partner, good job, like good routine. It may not be all that I want, but it's not like doing me any harm or anything like that by having it. Um, And I think I noticed this in my own life where I've always been like, ah, in the depths of my soul, like I know I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. Like I know I'm good at these particular things, but Mm -hmm. I deny the feeling of like action, the feeling of being in flow because of how Mm. comfortable I am. Mm. So I kind of want to, I kind of want us to like dig deeper into why we sometimes become too comfortable and why we deny the state of being in flow. Mm. girl let's pause because I think we all need to take accountability for how we have stood in our own way of achieving this insight achieving this you know energy and receiving it in our life so I think we can all really resonate with what you just shared because if we don't take accountability for that then we'll keep just kind of pointing to other exterior things being like, Oh, well, I, yeah. like you said, Oh, I can't, I can't move to Mexico cause I don't have the funds. So right. it's not that I don't want to do that. I just, I can't do it right now. When in reality, it's like you said, we're kind of scared of what happens. Right. What will, what happens when we step into that power? Like in 2023, I just want us to all like trust our gifts. If one thing it's like, trust your gifts and trust the state of flow. I saw this TikTok of this girl. She was talking about how she was going to, supposed to be going to Germany to visit this guy um, that she had met and had a crazy connection with, connection with, I think, and live with him. But uh, as she's about to be on her layover flight to go to Germany, he tells her that, you know, sorry, she's not going to be able to stay with him. She He found someone else. And she could have been like, ah, you know, fuck this. I'm going back to the States. I like, I'm going to go cry over him, whatever. But she was like, I still am going to go to Germany. And so she went to Germany, ran into a friend of hers from high school, coincidentally. Um, He invited her to a dinner party where she saw other people. And this person that was there was able to uh, provide her the space to stay in their place because they were leaving in this like beautiful apartment. And she's just like, because I was able to trust the flow and because I was able to trust in like my energy and like trust the places I was supposed to be, like I was able to experience this. And so when you release the anxiety of like, 
oh, it's not going to work out or, oh, I'll be too successful in this. Yeah. Then you're able to just live and stay in like more of a peaceful and like yeah. energetically aligned state. Right. And I think it requires us and we'll get into this in our final episode of the series of like what tools we can use because I think it's using all of your tools like how do you be present listen to your intuition like trust the process all of these things be mindful of your mindset and how you're approaching things to achieve this flow state because it's all of that effort and work that it takes to get to the reward of, like you said, hindsight, she can be like, wow, yeah, this was always a part of the process. Even the struggle of, you know, that the plans changing and things like that. Um, and we have to know that if we're not ready for the call of action for all of that, then we might just, again, I don't ever want to say that you missed the train, but you know, maybe you have some more learning and growing to do before you take advantage of that. And I'll be a hundred percent honest when we talk about this, you know, my example of when I've experienced kind of this flow state has been strongly associated with like a lot of the athletic and, um, sports things that I've done because it's those, that moment when I'm like really physically pushing myself that I can feel like I can also push my mind. And mm. so I've run a couple of half marathons very casually, not a lot of training, but love this idea that when you focus on a task, you really do overcome some of these inhibitions, like your legs hurting, you know, needing to eat all this stuff to complete this task. Yeah. But when I think about flow state in my life, I agree with you in that we should really push ourselves into the new year to step into our gifts, but I'm tired. And mm. people have asked me like, Oh, are you going to run a half marathon again? And I'm like, I have no energy. Like I have none right now. And you're right. Sometimes in the sense of if you don't have the energy and you try and engage in this, you will deplete yourself. Yeah. And it requires rest and resting. And I'm having to take two steps before even engaging in the flow process to say, where has my energy even gone that I'm so depleted? And before I, you know, if that's really what's important to me to be cultivating that flow and living life in alignment in that way, yeah, we have gone off track or maybe not off track, but we don't, we don't know where our ducks are to even get them in order. Yeah. And that's something that I'm really reckoning with of, whoa, if I haven't been doing that with alignment and with intention and purpose, you can see how your life can get a little crazy and hectic and you're sitting back being like, how did we even get here? Yeah. And that's definitely where I'm at, where I want, like you said, setting intentions for the new year, what we're bringing in and how we're using that energy and using our gifts for that. But I'm over here a little humble in the corner being like, yo, like I'm all over the place and I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe y'all go without me. I'm going to stay at base camp. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me in 2022. I can't go. I can't go any further. <laughs> I can't go. Tell me about the top, but I can't go. Yeah, that's so real. And when I, it's it's funny that you bring that up because this entire year, I feel like I haven't done much. Like when it comes to passions, I feel like I've always been known as the person with like 
my clothing line yeah. with all of these things and we I haven't lives. invested really much time and I was like okay I need this entire year to sit and figure out what happened like and when when you're in a situation where you're like dang like I'm tired when you escape that like when you've come through it you're really like skeptical and really just timid and trying to make sure you don't end up back in that place because it feels so tiring to be tired and to feel Mm -hmm. burnt out and I hope that in our future episodes like we'll be able to discuss more about what it's like you know kind of that recovery process Mm -hmm. after being in flow and Mm -hmm. being able to you know recharge what that looks like discussing all of the tools because sometimes you'll need a year sometimes you'll need three to five years it takes a while to to recover yeah well, I'm just really grateful for this conversation because it does remind me, as you all know, I'm not the most ushy, gushy, mushy per- person, but it does remind me the value of us sitting in the feeling of it all. You know, that's why we wanted to dedicate this conversation solely to what are the feelings associated with the stages of flow. Because if we're not clear on that, and I always say this in episodes, regardless of the topic, if we're not clear on what we need, it's really hard to create practices and ask for what we need moving forward. So I appreciate that we can be really honest about how we're feeling and how we want flow to feel and be seen in our life. because y'all might think, oh, if Liv and Lex quite literally have a podcast about being in flow, like they must be living in flow all the time. It's like, no, y'all, we got a podcast to hold ourselves accountable to this lifestyle. And we Period. want you all to also hold yourselves accountable too. that if you're listening, then it then we hope that you also want this for yourself. And I do think that there's something beautiful. And I'm sure we'll talk about this in the next episode, too, of leaning on the people in our community too, who also have gifts that can help us navigate these waters. Cause even though I joked that y'all could go ahead and leave me at base camp, like, I know you wouldn't, you'd be like, no girl, like we're going to take you with us, even though you might not have the energy right now, because a win is a win, like a win for one of us is a win for all of us. So I just appreciate being able to sit in all the feelings of this. And I hope other people spend some time thinking about what flow feels like in their life and just even how they feel about the idea of cultivating more flow love that for us love that for the bgf community (laughs) and with that being said we will close out this episode with peace love blessings and we'll see you guys next time thanks y'all bye guys all right that wraps up our episode this week We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 